everyone. I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12:11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, a testimony of your story for His glory. It gives me great joy to bring to testimony a man whose voice is heralded nationwide for honest answers to tough questions. And why not? His own journey from LSD to a PhD to host of his nationally syndicated daily talk show, Line of Fire, president of Fire School Ministry, sought-after speaker, apologist, and author of over 35 books, his latest, which we will talk about today, Jezebel's War with America, the plot to destroy our country, and what we can do about it. More than qualifies my next guest to weigh in on what most pastors are refusing to even address. Why is that? Ladies and gentlemen, would you welcome to testimony a wonderful honor indeed, founder and president of Ask Dr. Brown Ministries, Dr. Michael L. Brown. Dr. Brown, Michael, if I may, welcome to Testimony. Oh, my joy to be with you. Thank you so much. Well, Michael, you are a New York Jew who found his Messiah when that's the last thing you wanted to be doing. Can you briefly explain, and then let's get right into your latest great read, Jezebel's War with America. When I came to faith in 1971, at that point, I was playing drums in a rock band. I was 16 years old. I was shooting heroin using LSD. I was a, a rebel, full of pride. And even though I'd been raised in a Jewish home Long Island, we weren't religious Jews. And I got caught up in the whole counterculture revolution of the 60s. So I was bar mitzvahed at 13 in 1968, but that was a social event for me. The, the big event was seeing Jimi Hendrix in concert. So I was, I was totally sold out to that way of life. And when my two best friends became born-again Christians, my band members, I thought, this is going to destroy our band. So I went to a church to pull them out, and God began to deal with me, saved me, broke down my resistance, delivered me from the, the bondages of the flesh. I was instantly set free from drugs. And then my dad said, Michael, it's wonderful to see the change in your life, but we're Jews. We don't believe in this. He brought me to meet the local rabbis. That's ultimately what led me to get a doctorate in Near Eastern Languages and Literatures from New York University, because I wanted to be able to answer and understand and really do in-depth, serious study of the Bible. But my heart has always beat the same way. I saw a destructive counterculture revolution of the 60s, and I believe we can see a, a, a Jesus revolution through the Gospel that really turns the tide. Amen and amen. First question. Jezebel, from a biblical standpoint, has been dead for over 3,000 years, but you say she is alive and well in America today. Can you explain? Yeah, we think back to this woman in the Bible, Jezebel, arguably the most wicked woman in the Scriptures. She was a pagan princess who married an Israelite king and helped plunge the nation into deeper idolatry. She killed the prophets. She intimidated by fear. She emasculated men. Uh, she was associated with sexual immorality and with witchcraft. And, and you look at the demonic forces that operated through her. Yes, she did what she did, but she must have been empowered in a demonic way to do what she was doing and to, to create such havoc and to control in so many ways by fear. We know that a thousand years later, Jesus makes reference to a woman named Jezebel, a false prophetess who also seduced into idolatry and sexual immorality. 
And it's likely that that was not her real name, but that's what Jesus was calling her because she had that same spirit. So that's what I'm saying. The same demonic forces that operated through Queen Jezebel in such a destructive way 3,000 years ago, those same demonic forces, you could say the spirit of Jezebel, is operating today, and, and we can see symptom after symptom after symptom of it in America, in the West, that to me is absolutely undeniable, and that's the core premise of my book, Jezebel's War with America. We can connect the dots spiritually. Amen and amen. Why are pastors so afraid to confront the spirit of Jezebel, and what's been your experience in defeating and overcoming this spirit in your own life? Yeah, there, there are a number of things involved here. I thank God for pastors and leaders who are fearless and speak up, but often many are fearful. So Jezebel in itself, that, that spirit is intimidating, and, and, and it operates with fear, and, and many leaders are paralyzed by fear. If I speak up, will I lose my people? If I speak up, will I lose my financial support? If I speak up, will there be a lot of opposition? And unfortunately, here in America, it's been very easy on a certain level, to be a Christian leader. Uh, we're not getting thrown in jail. We're not getting beheaded. We're, we're not... Look, we still have tax exemption and all these benefits and things like that, so, so we've gotten flabby. We, we've lost our cutting edge. We've lost that spirit of a soldier that realizes we're in a war, and following Jesus is costly. So because of that, we've gone soft. And, and when I've had some messages that God's laid on my heart kind of prophetic wake-up calls for the nation. No sooner did God start to release that message in me than I felt, wow, I've never been attacked spiritually like this in my life. It's the spirit of Jezebel. I felt that intimidation. I felt that emasculating power. I, I, I didn't want to speak things I never dealt with. I had to deal with it. I realized, okay, this is a battle. This is going to take prayer and fasting and getting alone with God I understood in that sense I was on the devil's hit list, that he wanted to take me out. So the battle is fierce, and many times pastors and leaders would rather take the easy way out. they got enough to deal with. they had enough problems, issues in the church to deal with. They don't want to add this one to it. But if we don't speak up, then we become prey. We become captive to it. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Dr. Michael L. Brown of AskDrBrown.org, his latest must-read, Jezebel's War, with America. Dr. Brown, next question. You and others liken Trump to a type of Jehu who refused to be seduced by Jezebel, but instead exposed, called out, and had her thrown to her death by the very eunuchs she enslaved. But not only that, torn to shreds by dogs at the gates of Jezreel, not tolerated but obliterated. Why is this significant, spiritually speaking, and is this the reason, Dr. Brown, for unprecedented, visceral attacks on our president today? Yeah, there's no question about it, that Donald Trump is one of these alpha male figures. The critics say it, the, the supporters say it, that he's one of these bulls in a china shop, and he does a lot of good, a lot of causes he stands for that are very precious to us as conservative followers of Jesus. And then at the same time, the nature of who he is brings a lot of collateral damage with it. And others, both Christian and Jew, have pointed to parallels with Jehu in the Bible. He was not a political insider. He was a general. 
He was accused of being reckless or a maniac. I have headlines from newspapers in Jezebel's War with America where they refer to Trump in the exact, literally the exact same words used to refer to Jehu in the Bible. So naturally, when you have an alpha male like Trump, you're going to have radical feminists coming out of the woodwork. It's one thing for a woman to say, look, I have problems with Donald Trump. He was such a sexist in the past, and I don't like his style. Okay, I can understand that. It's another thing when people are talking about blowing up the White House and decapitating the president, when radical feminists are joining with witches. In fact, many of them are witches to, to hex the president and to hex the patriarchy. It is no coincidence. And then you join in with that the militant baby-killing spirit the, the militant pro-abortion shout your abortion spirit. So as, as President Trump uh, nominates Justice Brett Kavanaugh to, to the Supreme Court, what happens? The radical feminists are literally pounding on the doors of the Supreme Court and screaming and shrieking. It has come up to the surface. Whether you support Trump or you didn't vote for Trump, the bottom line is he has brought this radical feminism up to the surface like nothing before. And that means that Jezebel is being exposed. That means that this is not subtle. You don't, you don't have to be a prophet to see what's happening. The dots can easily be connected. Amen and amen. The stats are horrific. 61 million abortions since Roe v. Wade, the indoctrination of the LGBT agenda on innocent children in our educational systems today, the rise of witchcraft, sorcery, satanic rituals, pornography, sex trafficking, radical feminism, all of these you address in your book, Jezebel's War with America, the emasculation of men and the promoting of the right to murder their own children born alive. Is Jezebel, the spirit of Jezebel, the cause? Yeah, look, again, in the Bible, she's associated with sexual immorality. In Second Kings 9, she's a seductress. She's associated with witchcraft slash sorcery. And we know she was a murderer. She killed the prophets. And we know that ancient idolatry, one of the things it engaged in, was sacrificing of babies to deities. I lay out the parallels in Jezebel's War with America of what it was like when they sacrificed children to these pagan deities and what our late-term abortions and partial birth abortions and even now talk about infanticide are about. And look, Jezebel attacks men and women. We understand that. But each one in a unique way. And the attack on men is to emasculate them. How do you do it? Well, on the one hand, through seduction. When men are slaves to porn, they're no longer men leading their homes the way they're supposed to. They're not relating to their wives and to women in the right way, and they're also ashamed by the bondage they're in. You emasculate men by painting them out to be jerks, which is what our media has done. It's the opposite of the old days of Father Knows Best. I mean, we've had decades of emasculating men on our sitcoms and, and in our public entertainment. And then you emasculate men with a war on gender, where the men are turned into women and the women are turned into men, and things get turned upside down. So I, I look at this absolutely as this Jezebelic spirit, these demonic forces at work today, and that also helps us realize the, the ugliness of porn, the destructive nature of it. If there may be some beautiful-looking woman. She's a victim also, and, and that woman ultimately has spiritual fangs that bite. So part of the reason for writing Jezebel's War with America was to unveil and expose 
And as you said earlier, not to tolerate, but to obliterate. Again, talking about these spiritual forces, and what it's going to take is what you referenced, the castrated males, the eunuchs, standing up and pushing back against Jezebel. And the women who've been robbed and defiled by this demonic spirit, they have to reclaim their womanhood and their spiritual authority. It's time that we take Jezebel down. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to host of the nationally syndicated Line of Fire daily radio show, founder of Ask Dr. Brown Ministries, sought-after speaker, apologist, and author of over 35 books, his latest, Jezebel's War with America, The Plot to Destroy Our Country, and What We Can Do to Turn the Tide, Dr. Michael L. Brown. You can learn more about Dr. Brown's work, ministry, and mission by visiting AskDrBrown.org and Jezebel's War with America.com and get his book, get informed, and get the resources you need to be truly armed now and in the days ahead. You will be blessed and emboldened that you did. Dr. Brown, Michael, thank you for sharing a little of your story and then your critical must read. Jezebel's War with America that not only gets to the root cause of where we are today as a nation and a people, but what God's people can effectively do to combat and then overcome and powerfully so. We thank you and God bless you. Thank you so much. God bless. Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensine Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are reaching souls for Christ, one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensinebard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D dot com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensine Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for Testimony. Testimony.